0: Welcome, beings, to another episode of Tea and Study with Me. Um, Okay, so this book today I'm going to be reading from is called Open House by Elizabeth Berg. Um, This book came to me from, I just wanted something really good to read. Like, I've been reading a lot of manuals, math, books, technical books around here lately, so every now and then I like to read something juicy, gossipy, you know, one of those national bestseller books, whatever. So... Guess what y'all, Oprah's book club list never fails me. So that's how I found Open House by Elizabeth Berg. Um, I can try to read a quick synopsis of it. In this superb novel by the beloved author of all these books, a woman recreates her life after after divorce by opening up her house and her heart. Samantha's husband has left her after, and after a spree of overcharging activities, she settles down to reconstruct a life for herself and her 11 year old son. Her eccentric mother tries to help by fixing her up with dates, but a more pressing problem is money. To meet her mortgage payments, Sam decides to take in boarders. The first is an older woman who offers sage advice and sorely needed comfort. The second, a maladjusted student is not quite so helpful. A new friend, King, an untraditional man, suggests that Samantha get out, get working, and get going. But her real work is this, in order to emerge from grief and the past she has to learn how to make her own happiness in order to really see people she has to look within her heart and in order to know who she is she has to remember and reclaim the person she used to be long before she became someone else in an effort to save her marriage open house is a love story about what can blossom between a man and a woman and within a woman herself all right um Now, the passage I'm going to read, of course, is a good book. It was an easy read. Um, I read it within just a matter of a few days. And um, it had some poignant parts in it that really kind of made you think. Even though it was really simple, it's about her day-to-day life for uh, a few years after her, uh, in the middle of her divorce or whatever. um, It just shows the rawness of emotions and overthinking and analyzing that goes on. Um... When something like this happens to you you think it's, it's, it's something wrong with you or you're broken and you try to it's just her trying to find all the missing pieces of what kind of kind of how to put her life back together um and figuring out what happiness and stability means to her um first and foremost so this is this book was a two hundred Let's see, 241 pages. And the patch I'm going to read is going to come on page 237. Um, the character speaking, of course, is Lydia. Lydia is, is the old lady she took in as a boarder. And um, Samantha, which is the main character. And then Samantha's mom. Okay? So they're all at the kitchen table. And I'm just going to start reading it. We are sitting back in our chairs, satisfied, empty dessert plates before us. Lydia's talking about her oldest grandchild who lives in Seattle and who visited her yesterday. He's almost forty, and do you know he still goes to see if I keep his little black plastic horse in my nightstand? He left it at my house when he was just a little guy, maybe two or so. And I put it in my drawer to keep for him until the next time I saw him. But he liked that it was by my bed and he told me to keep it there for him. Every time I've seen him since, he's asked to see it. Checking on the livestock, he calls it. This made, this makes sense to me. I once spent hours in Veronica's basement looking through scrapbooks. I found drawings that Louise and I had done over the years, and I actually counted, making sure Louise didn't have more than I did. We were exactly even. I suppose you always want someone to prize things about you. I have a footlocker for Travis's drawings, his schoolwork, art projects, although he's hardly sentimental about it. He looked through it one day and said, why do you keep all this junk for you might want it someday, I told him. What for? It's embarrassing. It won't be when you're 40. Yeah, right. Like I'll like I'll be able to even see when I'm 40. I stared at him open-mouthed and he left the room. How's married life, Lydia? Veronica asks. Oh, we're very happy. Thomas is a wonderful man. I feel lucky to have found him and I'm so glad to have taken the chance all over again. Not a single regret. My mother smiles looks down at her plate. You were very happy in your marriage too, weren't you? Lydia asked my mother. We were. Sad to say, I think it's a rare thing. I think most young people today are so focused on tomorrow, they forget all about today. And I think they're as afraid of happiness as they are of pain. Scared to say they care, scared to take a chance, scared to say they're just as sentimental and full of human need as people always have been and always will be. It's true, Lydia says, stirring her tea. They are leaning towards each other, nodding in complete agreement. I suppose suppose I'm one of those young people they're referring to, one of those scaredy cats. But I did admit it to my own needs, to my own sentimentality, and look where it got me. You know, Veronica says, I was over visiting a girlfriend the other day, and her father was staying with her. This old geezer who used to be a farmer. Really nice old man. Blind now, but not a bit sorry for himself. He sat down with us and, and was telling us about life on the farm. Said he still dreamed about it. That in his dreams he could still see. Said he could ask for what he wanted to dream about too. And oftentimes it would happen. Really, Lydia says? I'd love to be able to do, the, to do that. Well, me too. You can imagine. I'd be with my husband every night. Anyway, this guy said that he asked his dreams to let him see his wife again, and sure enough, it happened. He saw a time after they were first married. They were out on the front porch, thinking of all they were going to do, just sitting on the wooden steps, holding hands, the sun going down, talking about how they'd have babies to the plumbing quit. (laughs) He said the lilacs were out, and the smell was so sweet it could bring a dead man back to life. His wife let her hair out of his bun, shook it all loose and she looked over and smiled at him and he said, Lord, she was so pretty and she was my wife. Well, my friend. Well, my friend and I just couldn't say a word, all choked up just seeing him all those years ago, thinking life was longer than it is. But you know, he said that at least he knew right then that it was a good moment. Said, mostly you don't know in this life, you don't know when it's happening. You look back later and say, oh, well, now, that was a good time. But he said he knew it then, said he knew it lots of times. He said, yes, sir, I've been blessed. Well, that's just how I feel, Lydia says. My mother looks at me and I nod. I know that despite everything she lost, she still feels the same way and wants me to as well. I see us suddenly as though from above, three women sitting around a dining room table, our mother's hands folded in our laps. Our lipstick faded from our mouths. All around us, clocks ticking, stars shining. They used to be my age, and I will soon be theirs. They have never forgotten the reason to love. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I look at my watch, start to speak. Go, my mother says. So that was that little reading. Um, that little piece touched my heart, y'all. I had to put the bookmark in and cry a little bit. Because it's so true about love. I feel like when she said today that young people are, the older women, it was two older women, like in their 70s, 80s, whatever, and her daughter was like in her early, mid-40s. And she just like, you know, kids, to, young people today are just afraid of happiness as they are afraid of pain. They're afraid to love. They're afraid to care because they're afraid to fail. They're afraid. And um, another thing that struck a chord with me was when they said that, the, the old man knew it was a good time when he was having it. Because a lot of times we look back, I know I'm guilty of this. But then sometimes I'm not, okay? Um, and now that I'm, you know, in my 30s, I look back. 10 years ago, I'm like, oh my God, I had so much fun. I'm thinking, what was I doing 10 years ago? Oh my God, having the time of my life. And I think about solid, good moments. Like, it didn't have to be about a lot of money. It was just... Me and my friends celebrating a friend's birthday party. And it was so easy back then, so easy and carefree, such a good time to bring friends together and have a good time. Now in this COVID phase, I'm like, oh my God, life was so good. <laughs> but you have to realize, but I like the point that he made when he said that um, you have to realize, a lot of people don't realize the good in that moment that it, that it is. You realize 10, 20 years later, oh my God, those were the good times. We That was a good moment. So I I read that passage just to say two things. Don't be afraid of love. You have to get over the fear of failure and the fear of rejection and the fear of pain and the fear of hurt. Because on the other side of that, you will get used to putting yourself out there and you will find exactly what you were looking for. Um, love is not for scaredy cats. You know, love isn't always rainbows and ponies. Love sometimes is confusing sometimes it's it will baffle you but at the end of the day love is love y'all love covers i mean, the bible says love covers a multitude of faults okay and perfect love casts out fear y'all hear that perfect love casts out fear What is perfect love? Perfect love is unconditional love. That's real love. Um, Since I got y'all here for a second, let me tell you something. I want someone to love me because of who I am and how I am and not what they do for me. That is called conditional love. If you love someone only because they're doing right for you, only because they're, they're doing what you want them to do, how you want them to do it, you don't love them. You love them because they're doing something for you. I want unconditional love. But unconditional love takes it takes you stepping out of your comfort zone it takes you stepping out of your boundaries real love true love perfect love unconditional love agape love it stretches you it teaches you it forces you to grow and mature there is nothing that will stretch you more than love you will see what you're made of when you learn to really love you will know who you are when you learn to fully and openly love and i'm saying that out of um out of experience because i've been there i am there you know love is an ever-evolving thing you never know what you're gonna be faced with day to day you know people change people will grow together people grow apart love has to be solid you got to know what you're in it for and you know you have to love yourself you have to realize that we're going to make mistakes you have to learn how to forgive yourself love yourself and move on and the same love you extend to yourself you have to learn how to extend that to others and you can't be afraid to love yourself because you can't be afraid to love others, okay? So today I want y'all to learn how to um, stop holding stuff over your own head. Once you stop learning to hold up stuff over your own head, once you learn to really unconditionally love yourself, you will know how to extend that to other people. You can't give to others what you don't have yourself, okay? So I struggle with forgiving myself. I struggle with loving myself because it seems such a selfish kind of a weird thing to say like oh i love myself (laughs) okay and secondly learn to appreciate this moment because it's not going to come around again the only time you're going to be able to see or interrupt this moment again is in the future when you're looking back into the past when you're saying oh 10 years from now you're gonna say oh man the pandemic was crazy bad but guess what mean, I, I had a good time, though. You know, I found ways to have a good time. And instead of looking at it in hindsight, you can look at this moment right now, if it's a good moment, and savor it. I feel like a lot of times we don't savor these moments because we have technology to capture these, so-called capture these moments. You can take out a, a camera phone and record it, take a picture of it, you can tweet about it, okay? And it makes you seem like you can save it. But 10 years from now, you can look at a picture but that's how you're looking at a picture you can't get back that feeling that was in that moment because in this moment's only time you're going to feel this okay so i want us to start living our day-to-day appreciating everything because we don't know what tomorrow holds and if it's, a, if it's good, you want to feel the good right now. Like, I feel the good when I record this podcast. I feel amazing. I feel like, you know what? I'm in my little studio. I have my laptop. I have my microphone. And I have my literature. And I have my voice. And I have the love of my heart. This moment, I enjoy doing this. I don't know about you. Maybe you enjoy listening. Maybe you have your tea. Like, I have my tea. And you're just listening. And you like the sound of my voice. You like what I'm talking about. And it gives you pause for thought. Enjoy this moment. I'm giving you permission right now. You don't need nobody to tell you, but I'm going to give you permission. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy the good moments. Okay? And then press through the bad moments. Learn how to ride life. Learn how to be in the swing of life. Learn that life is like a basketball game. You're not going to shoot 100, you're not going to make 100% of all your shots. But don't let don't let it stop you from taking the shot. Y'all we need to be like Seth Curry with the shot. Okay? He he he's out there for the for the taking. Okay? So, um, enjoy these moments, y'all. Listen to older people. I love listening to older people talk because they have an appreciation for life right now because they've had so much time to get it right, y'all. So listen to those old people, when they say enjoy your youth, when they say enjoy your 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 good living, enjoy today. Find something to enjoy today. I keep thinking about my brother, one of my brothers, y'all. He is so country. Lord bless stars, so country. I have a father who's also country. For them, my dad, nothing pleases him more than going out his garden and seeing it doing well. It seems like nothing pleases my brother more than going to feed, make. Look, y'all, I saw my brother cooking food. I said, what's this big old pot of food up here for? Is this for my dogs? If you enjoy cooking for your animals, for your livestock, for your dogs, for your animals, do whatever you do and enjoy it. Fully enjoy the moment. When I make me a cup of tea and I get ready to do this podcast, y'all, I enjoy everything about that moment. I enjoy the setup on it. I enjoy how the tea smells. I enjoy how the warmth of the cup warms my cold fingers up in the mornings. Because it is morning when I record this or late at night so we won't get this woman back love is to be experienced it's not to be ran away from there's so many takeaways from this podcast i can just sit and talk all day but it's been 15 minutes so y'all know i try to not that hold y'all too long but enjoy the moment know that it's a good moment you don't have to wait 10 years later to realize oh man this was a good moment no enjoy it now number two stop being afraid to love Rejection happens, but you're gonna to have to put yourself out there to, to, to realize this is what it is. Okay? Love. Love yourself. Forgive. Open your heart up. Love, happiness, and, and don't be afraid to be happy. Okay? Happiness and last always. That feeling of utter happiness, no, but it comes back. Okay? You're not gonna eat cookies every day, all day. You'll eat some meat every now and then. Nothing is is, you know. So I'm going to stop right here before I start preaching to y'all. But thank y'all for listening. Um, It's been another wonderful tea and study with me. Um, So yeah, thank you and have a good day.